It's, it's community. Yeah. Community. We all deserve community that see us for who we are. Hey, I'm Caroline, and you're listening to In Her Nature, the podcast and community where you can learn from others' experiences to make your next adventure more approachable. Friends, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to In Her Nature. I'm so excited that you're listening today. We have a fabulous episode with Charlie Sprinkman, the founder of Everywhere is Queer, the worldwide map of queer-owned businesses. But before we jump into it, I have a couple little housekeeping things I wanted to bring up to the IHN audience. Thank you for everyone that's been following us on Instagram. You can find us at In Her Nature Pod. We've been having some fun over on TikTok too. You can find us at the same handle. Um, I've been posting content from the start of the summer, which it's just been really beautiful here so far. So I'm I just am so stoked on the summer. That being said, if you have some fun adventures that you're doing, we started a Strava group. So if you have Strava, which is like a Instagram-ish platform for working out, I know it can be intimidating for some people, but hear me out. If enough of us get on the platform and are chill and fun and silly about it, then we will dilute the intimidation factor. So get on Strava, join the Inner Nature Club. You can find it at the link in our bio on our socials. And um, yeah, get in there, get some inspiration. It's a nice time to listen to the podcast when you're out doing cool things. So I kind of think about it as a little built-in in in her nature time. But yeah, join us. You can start to see what people in your community might be doing. And there might be some in-person events in the future. So keep an eye out. We will definitely um, post them on like Instagram and stuff too. But Strava is a really cool spot. And I've been really loving seeing what people are up to. Next, I have a little bit of homework for the In Her Nature crew. So we have an episode coming up with the author Johanna Garten. She wrote the book Edge of the Map, The Mountain Life of Christine Boscoff. So one thing that's really interesting is Johanna, Chris, and I are all from Wisconsin. So Christine Boscoff was a high altitude, like big mountain, 8,000 meter peak, mountaineer in the late 90s early 2000s so kind of like the into thin air era she actually took over mountain madness the guiding company after the whole like into thin air accident happened on everest so i'm getting ahead of myself but it is a beautifully written book it just has a sense of humanity to it that i don't think a lot of other like mountaineer-esque books have so it's called edge of the map by johanna garten you can get it wherever books are sold johanna said that you can get signed copies too so add that to your summer reading list and those are my two kind of housekeeping things the last thing is a little disclaimer as always we are not professionals on this podcast that's the whole point of it is (laughs) there are professionals that are really good at what they do but in her nature kind of focuses on the realistic experience of everyday people doing these really cool outdoor things And so that being said, we're not professionals. We don't know everything there is to know about these things. So keep yourself safe if it pertains to your health and safety, like talk to a professional, talk to a medical provider. You're not getting the full story here. You're just getting a little tidbit, which we love, but just as a, just take our advice with a grain of salt. And that being said, if you're doing cool stuff this summer, going on adventures, trail runs, swimming, all these past episodes we've done, post it, tag us. We'd love to see what you're up to in these warm summer months. So without further ado, I am so excited to welcome Charlie Sprinkman to the podcast. Charlie, it is so good to talk to you. I feel like I have been seeing all the fabulous things that you've been up to. I want an update. What are you up to? What's keeping you busy? 
Yeah. Hello, um, world. My name's Charlie. He, they pronouns. I'm uh, sitting here in Bend, Oregon, I'm moving to Portland though tomorrow. So um, that's what's keeping me busy in this exact moment. Uh, yeah. My house is full of boxes right now. Um, super excited to dive into Portland, Oregon. Um, yeah, I just went down to part-time for my full-time job to pursue Everywhere is Queer, which we'll dive into. So huge congrats. That is such a huge change to go from like a really structured nine to five to pursuing your creative outlet. It's so, it can be really scary. I don't know how you feel about it, but how has it been the shift from the structured nine to five to like pursuing your creative dream? It's been unexpected, <laughs> um, which is like life, you know, life just throws curveballs at you like every day, you know, whether mine or small, good or bad. Um, but for me, I just always wanted to work for myself and I always wanted to, you know, I never wanted to work for the man. Um, and uh, if anyone's listening out there from Four Sigmatic, who I do work part-time for still, I love Four Sigmatic. I've had a lot of fun with them, really enjoyed working for them. Uh, but, you know, I was their uh, customer service manager. And at the end of the day, and they know this, that that's not just my get-all, be-all passion. I do love talking to Karens, and I find a, a great sense of fulfillment when I can make Karen walk away happy. Um, but again, not my full life calling. Um, and so, yeah, I've just been brainstorming in the back of my head. I've over the last few years, um, I've been thinking of some ideas anywhere from the first compostable backpacking trowel, um, which I, I did engineer and create. Yeah. So I've always been like a little bit entrepreneurship and this idea came to mind, which we can dive into in a little bit, or I don't know if you want me to share right now, but the, the idea and I posted on Instagram and oh gosh, here we are a year and a few months later, I've been able to take this on as my full-time job. That is so just like amazing and such a dream of so many people. I really love, I feel like we have this in common, this like entrepreneurial spirit. And if you're not loving where you're at, like do something about it yeah. and it doesn't need to be instant, but like, yeah. like you said, you can kind of transition into that role definitely going to make a comment though on your like making a change instantly. Like I worked a full-time job 40 hours a week for a year and two months before I went down to like, I'm still working part-time for them and I'm going to transition hopefully out here in the next few months to full, full-time everywhere square. So it's, it starts in phases. So anyone listening, like know that it's not just an overnight thing. Um, and it, it's hard and it takes time and you got to hustle a little bit. Charlie, can you give us like a summary of what everywhere square is? Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere is Queer is a worldwide map of queer-owned businesses. So um, yeah, my whole goal is to highlight and uplift the voices of queer-owned businesses, all while queers and allies travel all over the world building community. Okay, so now that we know what Everywhere is Queer is, can you give us the origin story? Long story short, well, I, I don't need to make it short, but um, I'm from Wisconsin, obviously. Um, we grew up together mm -hmm. in Heartland. Oconomowoc, Pewaukee, wherever we say we're from. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to university, Colorado, studied entrepreneurship, came out in college, started to live more of my authentic life. And then after college, I worked for an organic beverage company and I traveled all over the country, living out of a van, went to 45 of the 50 states. And in that experience, the idea was definitely seeded. Um, didn't like come up with Everywhere is Queer, but I constantly kept finding myself searching for queer owned spaces or 
or just queer spaces wherever I was, Asheville, North Carolina, even in New York City, it's like, yeah, you can go to the the quote unquote gay bar, but like sometimes I don't want to drink alcohol, you know, or sometimes I don't want to be in that type of environment. So trying to find like a different space that's also queer, queer friendly, queer owned would be ideal. And so that's where I like started to search. And then um, summer of 2021, I went to Brave Trails, uh, which is a queer youth leadership camp for 12 to 18 year old queer youth um, outside of LA. And I volunteered as a cabin counselor there and just being in a space of a hundred plus queer humans uh, was the most euphoric uh, experience of my life. I mean, all my life, people have commented on my voice. Oh, you're a woman, blah, 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 blah. I've never been called a man, probably talk on the phone. It's always ma'am. Um, and I give a lot of people lessons on making assumptions of who you're speaking to uh, almost every day of my life. But at Brave Trails, not yeah. one person commented on my voice. Um, not one person like misgendered me. It's just a really euphoric space that I hope our world can get to something like that one day. Um, but yeah, driving back to Boulder, Colorado, where I lived at the time, I thought of the idea of everywhere is queer. I was like, had a 16 hour drive. And I feel like, I don't know for you, driving is like when all my ideas come to me. We are doing an episode on road trips and like how to road trip safely. One of the big things that we, it's with my friend, Annie Stimmel, who's just like incredible, but yeah. We were talking about the fact that when you're driving, especially home from a trip, it is this bubble of time that you don't get. It's like totally separate from your life where you can just think about things. Yeah. And specifically road tripping. I love that because yeah. it just I don't get it on planes because I'm stressed out half the time. Like my <laughs> nervous system's freaking out. But like on road trips, you have time just to mull everything over. Yeah. So I love that. It's such a like meditative time of like, especially if you're by yourself, it's like, if yeah. you're on a road trip, especially it's like, I probably just experienced something new. I probably just met someone new. I probably was inspired in some capacity of my life recently. Um, and I probably maybe had a bad experience somewhere. So you're just like reflecting on it yeah. all and like growing as a human, I feel like. Which yeah, so I love that. So, okay. You're coming back. You're driving to yes. Boulder. And driving to Boulder where I lived at the time, thought yeah. of the idea um, I pulled my car over. I was Googling on my phone, like, does a worldwide map of queer owned businesses exist? And I couldn't really find anything. It was literally like Vogue articles support these 12 queer owned businesses from 2012. And I was like, okay, girl, this is so outdated. Um, and so got back to Boulder. And so this was like June or July of 21. So um, then I like took a few months to like develop the idea. And I threw the idea around to my friends in Boulder and they're like, I think it's a good idea. And so I'm like, thought of, tried to think of like every scenario where it could go wrong or like, you know, really try to like cover all my bases and, um, posted it on Instagram, January 2nd of 2022. And by March, I was like picked up by NBC. Um, I had now this pick me up and that went out to like 9 million people, um, the skim picked me up, wrote an article, which is just like a news article company, but they have a 10 million email subscriber list that they like blasted me out to. And that's when I started to gain like a little bit of following on social media. And, um, yeah, now oh, here that's we are. So cool. I think one thing that really struck me was the idea about thinking about where it could go wrong. So like mm -hmm. this episode, we can kind of take it wherever you want, because I feel like you've just such like amazing advice about starting businesses and yeah. 
the fact that it's in a queer owned space is also so cool. And I want to get into that, but I do think like your entrepreneurial mind, I almost just want to like hear you talk forever because you just, every time I'm like, yes, yes, that, but like, yeah. Okay. Challenges you didn't anticipate or looking back on it. Okay. You've grown a little bit of a following. What are some things like challenges you faced and also things that looking back, you didn't anticipate were going to be problems. Absolutely. Oh gosh, so many things. And I'm like finding that I'm starting to like love talking about like now that it's been a year and like three months and I've learned so much and every day I'm learning so much, but I'm really enjoying like talking about this entrepreneurship journey. And um, I am just going to plug really quickly that y'all are hearing this probably first at this date at this time, Um, but I am going to be launching a, a Patreon community and I want it to be for people that are thinking about starting a business, queers and allies, like we welcome all over here, you know, doesn't not just have to be queer people. Um, Yeah. About like entrepreneurship and how I've done it in a year and a few months and uh, all that I've learned. And I I want that to be that space. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Yeah. And like, Uh, this is the tip of the iceberg. So go support. And like Charlie's giving us his time for free, which is insane. So like, we need to go support that financially as well. This is like well-earned advice, you know? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, entrepreneurship, what's been hard. Um, gosh, for me, uh, the social media side is a beast, you know, she is, she's got an attitude. She's got an algorithm. She's trying to, you know, trick you. She's trying to dance around you. So, um, I've really leaned and I, I know that this was a question you wanted to kind of ask me, but more the community space, but, um, I have just really leaned on my friends and my community to seek advice. Now through my own resource, I have found that they're on my map. There's currently like 57 to, we might even be above 60 queer owned businesses here in Bend, Oregon, which is a town of a hundred thousand people. And I get seen on these streets and people recognize me and it's so beautiful. Number one thing that they say, wow, I can't believe there's so many queer-owned businesses in this small town of Bend, Oregon. It's blowing my mind. I've met so many new friends because I reached out to those business owners. I digress. Um, Back to my challenges. (laughs) No, but Um, this is the cool part of entrepreneurship because it's like so many aspects. And this is one other thing I wanted to say was I love the idea of that, like you didn't want to just go to a gay bar because we are multifaceted people. And so it's like, that is one very traditional aspect of like how people see the queer community, but like, there's so many other aspects to it. And so I love this idea of like, yeah, this is one side of me, but there's so many other sides that we don't even know about. So that's a challenge in its own space, but okay. Yeah. Back to challenges. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, challenges for me. I mean, um, it's, it's a one human business over here. So like, that's been hard. You know, it's like, I can only come up with so much in my mind and I can only like see so many things or have ideas. For example, like this is a great entrepreneurship like thing. Um, my map, you'll, I, I don't know if you've been following me now or if you've been following me for a while, I'm grateful for you. Um, but I have an old map that I first started with and it was on like Google, my maps it's called. Um, and I had my map hosted on there and it was like so ugly and the pins were like so big and it was like so clunky. And then I had these amazing humans um, behind this company called Proxy, which my map is hosted on now. They're out of San Francisco. These two women, amazing allies, so grateful for them. Um, And they were like, why do you have, like, you're not driving people to your website, like via your map, like you should embed your map 
into your website. So then you're driving all the traffic to your website. And then your the world is your oyster. When you have people driven to your website, you can start running ads to monetize your project. And you can start like doing so many other things. Like I'm gaining people's email subscriber list because when they come to my website, I have a pop-up right away. And now I have 5,000 people on my email subscriber list just because I'm driving people to my website to get to my map, which my map has been viewed over 1.5 million times. But I didn't drive people to my website until a few months ago. So I missed a whole song, like check, like big section of people, but it's okay. They'll come back. And, yeah. um, but things like that, I just did not think of. And like, I didn't know like why the benefits of driving people to my website. Oh my God. There's so many, I could go on and on about the benefits of driving people to your website. Yeah. So. I think it's like an intimidating thing to set that up because, and I love this point of like, Okay, I don't know if you feel this way at all, but I have felt like I'm hesitant to make any decision. I get in this like analysis paralysis mode because I'm like, is it the right decision? Am I going to miss out on something early on because I didn't take the early steps to structure it in a proper way? Like, and I think it's really easy to just be like, I'm not going to make any decision because I don't know the right decision to make. So how did you like build the confidence to make those decisions as you're rolling through it all? I mean, it's day by day over here. I am so like, I'm kind of with you where if I get stuck on a project, I either stop and just like go start working on something else. And then I get halfway through that project and then I stop and I start working on somewhere else. And I've recently met with a business mentor and they were like, you're working on too many things. Like you got to take a step back and you got to like you have some really amazing ideas of ways to like keep growing your project and you got to like write those four ideas down and you got to see those things through. And when you get stuck, like, let's figure it out. Like you got to keep going and like figure it out, which is really hard. It's really intimidating. Um, And trust me, I've gotten stuck in so many ways, but again, you just got to like keep going. But I also think that businesses are kind of all, a shit show I'm on the behind the scenes a little bit <laughs> like I'm just literally, going, literally. Uh, like I mean I'm telling you I've worked at so many companies and I'm like oh god this is a little crazy but in all reality like you it's hard you just gotta like yeah keep going <laughs> yeah yeah and I love this and this is a little bit off what we were going to talk about but it just popped into my brain okay so you like, and I don't want to put words in your mouth by any means, but you do, I feel like you find some comfort in the outdoors. Like I feel very comfortable in outdoor spaces. It's where I feel like it can be myself. Do you feel like the skills you've learned like in the outdoors has applied to business skills? Like, do you see any transfer to that at all? Absolutely. I mean, I live in Bend, Oregon, so very outdoorsy. (laughs) Mountain bike out my back door, paddle door, paddleboard out my back door, you know, beautiful city. Um, what I have just like related and I I'm so inspired by the queer community in the outdoors and just like the way that they've been navigating that and how hard it's been for some people to um, navigate in the outdoors as queer people. And I feel like that so correlates to just business yeah, and like the struggles that queer people have in business and in trying to be included in the outdoors. Like people don't feel comfortable going to national parks as a queer couple, people don't feel comfortable opening a retail store as a queer couple because the people they buy from to buy all their goods are homophobic or something like that. So it's like the layers of, yeah, the different things. But for me, like 
my favorite experience in the outdoors as a queer person has been, I led the outdoor adventure program at Brave Trails. And it's just been so cool to inspire these youth to appreciate the outdoors. I think that like Gen X generation, like love y'all, y'all are doing great in many ways, but you do need to look up from your phones and you need to go outside and you need to like learn to appreciate nature a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Um, and so like teaching these kids and bringing them out on a hike, they've never been on a hike before. They're from downtown LA. Learning to appreciate nature um, as a queer person, I think is such a dynamic piece. And yeah, and it's like a whole different can of worms too. But I'm just thinking like when you start businesses and I have such little experience in this right now, so I don't want to like project. No, yeah. It's just, it takes a lot of resiliency. And I feel like in the outdoor spaces, you have to be resilient for a whole host of different things. Like yeah. just for the fact, if the weather is bad and all of a sudden you're in the middle of nowhere, like you have to figure it out. And that takes resilience yeah. and like apply that to any sort of like metaphor. But I do feel like the outdoors, it just teaches you the skill set that you wouldn't get otherwise. And then is kind of helpful to apply in business setting. So I feel like, yeah, that expertise is just so interesting to me. And I never thought about Ooh. it right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's so many layers and, you know, right. I believe nature is queer in so many beautiful ways and yes. um, birds are drag queens and, you know, like, come on, do you see these birds like popping off? Yeah. yeah <laughs> seriously. <laughs> okay. Charlie, I want to talk about what's been fun with everywhere is queer. I feel like it just exudes such joy. Every time I go on your guys's page, I'm like, this is just so joyful. And I, yeah. I want to hear from your perspective, what's been fun. Um, well, what's been fun is connecting with all these queer people and like the community and my following and, you know, I business advice, like social media is once again, a beast, but I have responded to every single DM I have ever received in my life. And it's probably over millions at this point. Um, every single comment I've engaged with in some capacity, like I am fascinated by the people that want to follow everywhere is queer and come and be a part of this community. And, um, I wish I could like get to know people at a deeper level, but, um, just all the people I've met through everywhere is queer. And like, as I've traveled, I'm using my own resource. I was just in Hawaii and I just went to a queer owned bookstore and had like the most amazing experience with Barb, the owner down there in Kona. And yeah. yeah, so it's just like that. And then it's like the the DMs and stories that make me cry that are like, um, me and my wife have never felt comfortable road tripping across the country. And now we feel comfortable and we're so excited to explore the United States um, because of your resource. And we've planned this whole road trip, visiting all these queer owned businesses. Um, I've had people comment and be like, I found a gender affirming healthcare facility in my own city that I did not know existed because of your map. And now I could go and feel safe going to the doctor. Um, gosh, it's kind of endless, but I've seen like drag queens get paired with coffee shops in one city and throw a drag brunch. Like, yes. Um, I just, it's yeah. Uh, so just like seeing those like little success stories uh, when people let me know uh, is uh, makes my heart skip a beat. And I'm I'm so beyond grateful for that. That's so cool. I do feel like connection and just you can have this kind of vehicle for connection. And I do feel like yeah. that's what everywhere is 
like everywhere's queer does kind of bring that to me. And I'm, I just, yeah. it, it is so cool because it's just the connection. Yeah. Piece. This is what sparks joy in so many things. Yeah. And that's what I hope like in her nature eventually can become like this place where you can find connection and even not within the platform, but like in your own life, like get out, yeah. find something that gives you joy yeah. and do it with someone else. And that connection is like the key to so many things. And I don't yeah. know why, like I, I can't put a reason to it, but it's just the people are what make it magical. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I almost can say why from my yeah, own experience. Yeah, please, and do it. It's it's community. Yeah. Community. We all deserve community that see us for who we are, um, that love us for who we are, that want to grow with who we are, that see our faults. But it's community. You know, I live out in the Pacific Northwest with my chosen family. Um, I am grateful to say that I have a relationship with my family back in Wisconsin, but I have chosen to live out here and choose my, my other side of my family, you know, that is so beautiful. And to me, chosen family is community. And when you can find community, you feel loved, you feel seen, you feel like you're a part of something. And I feel like Brave Trails is doing that really great for our queer youth, but my whole, I got lots of goals with everywhere is queer, but huge goal is for people to be able to find community within their area. And, you know, I advise queers and allies, anyone listening, like reach out to those businesses in your community, get to know the owners, get to know the people that work there. And like, yeah, like build community with them. Um, I actually, I'm going to tease the listeners and you that um, I'm actually going to, most likely it's going to happen, partner with a a very big person um, to continue to build community Um, And we're going to create a new category on my map in all hopes to have people be able to build community in their area um, a little bit beyond like queer owned businesses. Oh my God. I'm waiting um, on bated breath. I'm so excited because that's something I wanted to get into. And I like, I don't always know how to phrase it, but like, I don't belong in the queer community in the sense that like I identify as that, but I want to be like the best ally I can in every space, but it's, I don't even know how to word this. It's like a little bit intimidating because you guys do have this community that's really tight knit and I'm almost a little jealous of it. I'm like, (laughs) it is so cool. And I know you guys have worked so hard for that, but okay. Like as an ally using your map, how can we be better? Like, and I know that's a huge loaded question, but like, yeah, you have advice on that. Absolutely. I mean, I created this resource for queers and allies. I mean, allies want to feel safe and seen just for who, no matter who you are, you yeah. know, whether you have face tattoos to piercings to whatever, you know, yeah. there's a lot of assumptions thrown around really quickly in our world. And I hope that a queer owned business can be a little less, you know, judgy, you know, trust me, queer people can be judgy. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, as an ally, I mean, yeah, support the put your money where your mouth is. If you want to be an ally, support the queer community. Like, I don't want my resource to be queer people supporting queer people. Like we're not going to get as far. So like, I want allies to support queer people. And if we can support queer people and queer, like, let's just say, for example, like ideally in Florida, if we have a a queer owned plant store and we can put money in the owner of that queer owned plant store, I want that queer owned business owner to have the resources and like be enough part of the community to get on the board in that city so then they can have their their voice heard within their city so it's like if they can get recognized enough and they're not going to get recognized enough that they're not supported enough so like yeah 
let's support those queer owned businesses please <laughs> like I just saw this glimpse of a world that just really excited me because I'm yeah. like yes that would be so wonderful because the more we can just like it's just when we have the same voice talking it's exhausting so let's yeah. mix it up get it fun yes. and like yeah. give people the platform that they need yeah. to thrive and some people yeah. need more support than others and I just I freaking love that like oh and also, like, as, like, an ally, I'm uh, hoping that you know a queer person in your life. And so, like, let's uh, please share my resource with them so they can have it. And, you know, the, the greatest way that people can support Everywhere is Queer right now is follow me on Instagram and TikTok. But also, like, share my page. Like, I feel still so baby new. And, like, uh, I just want the world to know that I, like, this resource exists. Um, if you look on my map, uh, you'll see that the United States is covered, but like, I don't even think we have a business in South Dakota. I had one that was a zero waste store, but unfortunately it closed. So like, there's still so much space to grow. And I just had a post go out with a UK based, um, like podcast company. Yeah. And Oh gosh, it, it, my map just, I've had 115 businesses out in the last 24 hours and or apply. And, um, so many abroad, Germany, Poland, Kenya, um, like all over the world. And so there's just so much room to grow. So please just share my resource. It's a yeah. free public well, resource. Congrats on the growth. I feel like it's so exciting. It's also very intimidating. How do you like growth as a business? Like, are you growing fat? Are you growing lean? And I always think about that, you know, can I handle yeah. the growth? Yeah. Like do you have the support you need to grow and you could yeah. frame that as like a human, as a business owner, as yeah. like, partner how like how are you doing with the growth how do you feel like yeah. you've been learning through it yeah I mean to full transparency I created this as like it's free to view my map and so it's like the dang capitalism of the world like we need money to survive and navigate through this world right now and so I'm trying to figure out like how to monetize this project in like a holistic beautiful way that um yeah and so that's where my brain's at kind of like right now in my phase of life, like I'm trying to figure out where I want to take my business, um, like kind of like financially. Um, and so, yeah, I'm talking to a lot of different people, um, which is beautiful. I pitched a TV show to Netflix. I've, um, gosh, name it. I've, I've almost maybe done it, but, um, <laughs> It's, it's really interesting. Like I've gotten my hopes like up so high so many times and then just let down high, let down high, let down with these like celebrities reaching out and wanting to partner and then ghosting me. And like, it's been a journey. Um, it's been really hard. And I actually like just got let down like yesterday by a huge company that wanted to do like a big pride campaign. And it's okay. Like more opportunities will arise. Um, I'm sorry. But hard though like oh yeah it's been really hard <laughs> how do you okay does it impact your mental health like how do you protect that oh absolutely I mean I like didn't sleep last night because I just had so many things going on in my head about like the business and conversations and big conversations I'm going to be having here and right. um community <laughs> you <Yeah>. know therapy <laughs> everyone <laughs> please if you have access to therapy please go to therapy <laughs> um but really my friends and, and my community have been like so supportive and helpful. And um, I like when I am feeling down or something, like it means 
I want to cook an intimate meal with my friends and just like not talk about work and talk about like be with my friends in community. Um, and that's how I kind of deal with like when I'm not feeling great or getting outside, to be honest, going for a long bike ride, um, or just something that gets me outside. Yeah. Um, but business wise, like growing, you know, I, I need to figure out how to monetize and make enough money. And then I, I need to start to like run a business and I want to like hire my first employee and like, um, yeah. So if you're a content creator, stay tuned. It's going to be my first hire. I'm pretty burnt out with social media, really ready to have some, uh, uh, an employee that is helping out with social media. Yeah. And I think it's such a tricky space to navigate social media because that is a lot of like how you interact with your audience day to day and how you build that relationship over years. And I mean, that could be a whole different conversation. And I do want to like go to the Patreon, go to the Patreon, figure it out there. Like we don't need to get into it now because it's just like, I don't even know where to start with social media, but just, I think giving yourself grace and just being like, Mm -hmm. it is okay to not know what you're doing. And yeah. Is oh, okay. absolutely. And it's okay to like try some things out and play with like be playful with it and yeah. just look back at the numbers, see what's working, what's not, and just learning as yeah. you go. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, we say something at Four Sigmatic that's um let it grow or let it go. Um, and I think that's like such great, valuable advice. Like, oh my God, I've tried a thousand different things with social media, with ways to get people up to my website. I mean, all the things, SEO, and, and and I'm launching a brand new website here in a few weeks. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, it might be live. Um, so stay tuned. It's so cute. Uh, but yeah, it's like, yeah, let it grow or let it go, baby. I and love it. Yeah. I love and it. But so much time into letting it grow, but sometimes you just got to let it go and that's okay. Yeah. And I think you can apply that to life too. Like oh, it yeah. doesn't need to be, <laughs> like, it doesn't need to be a business. I'm thinking like oh, yeah. in my Absolutely. own life, yeah. there are relationships, career goals, like things, yeah. in my other life yeah. that sometimes you just need to just, if it's not bringing you purpose and joy, you need to yeah. maybe take some time to reflect on why, figure out if you can change it and then just cut the cord, like say no. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Easier yeah. said than done though. totally easier said than done yeah in friendships it's all communication do you have advice for people trying to find their community yeah um I would say um like what is your passion like what gives you life what do you wake up outside of your work your work isn't your life it's not who who you are what makes like you you and gets you excited whether that be D&D to artwork to baking to running to biking to, you know, like, what is it? And really like dive into that. Like, you know, um, there's communities, I believe everywhere is queer, you know, like we're everywhere, but like find your, find your passion. And like, it, once again, this doesn't have to be like your career passion, just like something you really enjoy. And I, I would really try to like dive into that. If you're a runner, go to your running store and try to like meet the people that work there, ask them like, Hey, do you know of any running groups or like, you know, and I acknowledge that I'm an extrovert. So like doing these things are not easy for everyone. Uh, Maybe try to find like a running Facebook group or, you know, things like that. Um, 
if you're queer, like, I mean, allies too, like go check out some everywhere's queer businesses in your area and like see what events they have going on. Like a lot of them are throwing a ton of events, you know, and, um, stuff like that. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, like social media, I think can be really harmful, but can be also really beautiful. And so like, try to find some, like, if you're in like Milwaukee, like Milwaukee has so many Instagram accounts of book clubs, running groups, you know, things like that. So just try to find, like, I would say like, like dive into your passion. Like, are you into sourdough making bread? Like find some sourdough making bread people in your city. Like it's not easy, but like the internet is wild. There's a lot of people out there in like Facebook groups and stuff. <laughs> like tucked away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I think if you're intimidated and you think I'm not, I don't see myself as that person that does X thing. Yeah. I would say first off, you're wrong and go try it anyway. Like it's really hard. And that's why in her nature started. Cause I felt like I signed up for this triathlon Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Like I I'll figure it out. And then I'm like, yeah. no, I won't figure it out. I have no clue what I don't know right now. And I was looking for like resources to figure it out. And there really wasn't anything at like a basic level. You have like the really intense VO2 max, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't need yeah. that. I need like what what do I need to do to not die when I swim? Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like starting things can be really intimidating, but hopefully through resources that you find online, you can gain a little bit of confidence and know what to ask if you go into that running store. So you don't feel like you're completely like a fish out of water. Like maybe do a little bit of research and figure out, I don't know, like what kind of running, I don't know. I just feel like having a little bit of knowledge in your tool belt gives you a little bit more confidence. Yeah. I mean, all communities are so intimidating, whether it's the queer community, the running community, the the biking community. I mean, Yeah. yeah. And I think like, hopefully you can find a community that will like welcome you where you're at and um, doesn't have to be so intimidating. Like, I mean, I find the mountain biking community here in Bend, like so extremely intimidating. Um, Grateful to say that there's like queer mountain biking groups that make it way more, you know, welcoming. Yeah. Um, But yeah. I second that. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I, I was finished. I am like about to go for a bike ride and I'm like, God, I don't even know how to freaking use the bike rack on my car. You know, like how <laughs> basic is that? But yeah. I'm like, I got it last year. I didn't want to deal with it. So I just didn't. And now I'm like in my driveway with my, my instructions. My neighbors are yeah. looking at me. Oh, so you're good. <laughs> give yourself yeah. more grace and just yeah. do it. We're all human. We're all not, nobody's perfect. If they're acting like they act, they acting like they know what's going on. It's all a front. You know, we all try to act all confident and cool, calm, collected, but you know, we're all just human with a lot of anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, second for sure. Um, (laughs) And also if you're well-established in a community and you're comfortable and you're like, I haven't felt that feeling in a really long time, maybe develop some eyes for people that aren't the most comfortable and work Mm -hmm. on yourself and work on the actions you can take to make someone feel more comfortable. It doesn't take a lot to make someone feel like they belong there, you know, just acknowledging, learning their name and making sure like, you know, how to talk to them. I think that's like, ask their pronouns, you know, make sure that they feel known and a little bit loved. I think that's not too hard. And go so far by just saying hi to someone. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Fab, Charlie, I want to get into some fun questions. I feel like you've had a lot of heavy, just like good stuff, but intense questions. 
I want to hear what's your favorite queer experience in the outdoors? Um, okay. I kind of got to bring it back to brave trails. Um, truly. Oh God, there's I'm, so many are entering my brain now that you say that, but, um, I gotta say taking the kids, the queer youth, like out on a long hike. And then we went and like set up some tents and talked about like zero waste and how to like leave no trace and all those things. And, um, I just think like seeing these kids who have never been on a hike before or set up a tent and thought a tent was like the most fascinating thing ever um, was just so cool to see. And like I, it's such a privilege to have grown in a grown up. I mean, Wisconsin is geographically, I think, so beautiful. And I think it's a hidden gem in the United States, um, having so much access to the outdoors and the, the fresh water and so beautiful. And you know, I, I keep meeting people that like have never heard of the Midwest slash Wisconsin alone. My boyfriend thought Wisconsin was on the East Coast. I'm like, girl, get your San Francisco head out of your ass and look at a map. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites, you know, is with the, the Brave Trails like kiddos and like the LA City kids. Um, no, that's so cool. It's such an interesting like role to be mentoring someone or I think sometimes we underestimate how much we know, especially mm -hmm. if you grew up maybe like in a state that does naturally have some beautiful resources. Yeah. Um, And it's just helping someone out and being like, yeah, I actually do know how to set up a tent. Let me help you. And yeah. that just feels really amazing. And it's just a really cool, I, I don't even know. I can't wrap my brain around it, but just when you figure out how much you know too that just brings confidence and like you gotta hype yourself up sometimes like you know more yeah. than you think you do and you can use that knowledge to help someone yeah I yeah definitely oh my gosh we all have so much to learn from each other for sure what's something new you're learning right now um something new I'm learning oh god I'm learning so much about my business and just like all the things <laughs> that entail to to get to keep growing a business but Oh gosh, something new I'm learning. And it doesn't need to be poignant. It could be like literally anything. Okay, cool. Well, I will say that I'm diving into my first serious relationship. Um, we just started dating on April 20th. Today is Congrats. May 17th. So it's like we're almost at a month. Oh my God. Um, but he's amazing. And I think uh navigating this new relationship is is really new to me. I have yeah. been single for I mean, I came out at 21 and 26, so five years I've been single. I have not had a serious uh, relationship since coming out. So um, definitely new to me. Um, yeah. Congrats. That's like, so you have so many like wonderful things happening right now. This season is yeah. just really cool. It is the time of transition. I'm a new job, I'm a new job, deep coming down from full-time work. I'm moving a new relationship oh gosh, a new city. It's just a lot is happening over here in my life. You're making it seem so calm. You're making, <laughs> you seem so calm and like yeah. so chill. Oh, I have a lot of anxiety. So a lot of nights of not a lot of sleep and, and thinking about everything that's going on, but we're getting through and I'm, I, it's all, I'm so grateful. So yeah. grateful for all these opportunities. Oh my gosh, Charlie, thank you so much for your time. I know obviously this season is just like nuts. So I really appreciate it. Um, like I said, check out Everywhere's Queer. It's an amazing resource. Follow. Do you have anything else you want to plug or like send people to? No, www.everywhere'squeer.com. And I'm it's everywhere is queer on Instagram and TikTok. Um, so follow along, say hi, don't be shy. 
Um, if you're ever in Portland, Oregon, like shoot me a message. Um, especially if you're like listening to this podcast, like you're cool and I want to be friends with you. So please DM me if you're ever in Portland. Charlie, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can find Charlie at Everywhere is Queer on all social media platforms. And you can follow In Her Nature on Instagram and TikTok at In Her Nature Pod. If you have ideas or feedback for the podcast, you can contact us at inhernaturepod at gmail.com. Thanks to Riley Johnson for our design work and Tommy Zalewski for the music you're listening to right now. We would really appreciate it if you shared this episode with a friend and rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of your week.